and welcome to another episode of the Bundesliga show, episode 11 of this season. Myself, Gav, Matt, the boy Devo and the boy Flo. How are you, gentlemen? All good, all good, all good. Glad to play. Can Flo I answer like the same? My, my, I feel like my team's playing right now. I have a little cold, but uh, nothing that would keep me away from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe northwest of England didn't agree with me last week. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. How was your visit? How was your visit to our beautiful country? <laughs> our, our beautifully perfect country where there's no drama whatsoever, especially, especially on a political mindset as well. <laughs> yeah, it seems you're changing your prime minister more often than Schalke secures a win in the Bundesliga. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired at Schalke early doors. Got to love from that. that. Apart from that, I love it. Yeah, all the time. Brilliant, brilliant. Now, uh, of course, if you don't know already, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network. Hit that notification bell, smash the like button, blah, blah, blah. Um, alternative you got it. Search. You got it. Don't get it right. You got it right. You got it right. Good <laughs> it's only been 11 weeks. Yes. And um, you can also uh, search the Bundesliga show on Spotify or on your main podcast provider. You could do that. And we, we if, if we're honest, we like the idea of you guys watching us on stuff, but we we rather you listen. We're going down that route and it's looking good. Our audio is nice. I'm looking handsome, but also sound as handsome as these two guys as well. Yeah. <laughs> we. Right. So I'm not quite sure where to start this week. If I'm honest, uh, if you are watching the show, all well, the scores are going on the bottom of the screen right now. Um, one thing I will point out, though, is that is it from first to eighth or first to ninth? There's a point separating each team going down. That's quite oh, cool. See, I remember first to eight. that happened first in like. Remember that happened in League Two at one point yet last year, and it was about 15 teams were separated by one point. And yeah, it was just very cool for. If you've got OCD or something, it kind of worked itself quite nicely. I like it. On a tangent now. I say I mm. say competitiveness. Flo said last season said otherwise. Um, Flo, this season, would you go with competitiveness with that? Well, I can't change my mind so quickly. <laughs> it was last year, though. You know, it's at least twelve match days ago. So, but when when when, <laughs> when, when I to say that this season is very entertaining. Because you don't know what you get, and uh, you have many teams close together, so entertaining it is. I give you that. Yeah, and talk about entertainment. Anyone can beat anyone, and that's why people say the Premier League is the best league in the world. Well, anyone can beat anyone in the Bundesliga, and for the first time in six years, the team at the top lost against the team at the bottom. So we'll start there with Bochum, their mad win and well-deserved win as well against Union Berlin, two-one they won. Um, I actually feel quite sorry for, for Oze Tutu, if I'm honest, because he had a wonder strike in the first half, which is brilliantly saved by Renault. But from that corner, Philip Hoffman, bang, header, 1-0. And then a J assist for Holtman. Um, Holtman, he came off the bench to score. He's clearly the best player at Bochum. If they have any ambitions to stay in the league, they need to keep hold of him. Um, Pantovic had a penalty saved. Uh, it's the third penalty that Bochum have saved this season. Um, but then Pantovic sort of made up for it, but it was a little bit too late. Um, Flo, I'll come to you first um, and talk about, uh, from the Bochum point of view, 
this must give them the confidence to think, right, we've this is our second season in the Bundesliga. We can we can really stay here and try and get to maybe a mid table finish. Yeah, maybe not mid table, but definitely should give them the confidence to aim at uh, securing the, the class and not relegate. And what's what you may not forget is that they're not rock bottom anymore. Yeah. That's that's very important for the psychology, for the mental uh, point of the players. Now you're they, they went one spot up, it's just one point towards Stuttgart. You have a whole other attitude towards the next week or towards the next games, and uh, this will make them feel more confident. And maybe they, they start something now, yeah? We'll see. Yeah, sure. Um, Devo, Union Berlin, mm -hmm. this is their opportunity to, you know, keep that gap, you know, four-point gap at the top of the league. And uh, it's been it's been narrowed now. Are they How are they going to bounce back from this? Well, that's the interesting thing. This is where we see if you're the real deal. Um, when you have um, a bad result, can you bounce back? and kind of you know show everyone that yeah we, we are a class team i do feel sorry for union berlin because i do believe they should have been playing as 10 10 men uh i think the tackle that um injured uh i forgot his name now uh harbour yeah um they got a booking for it i can't remember the fella's name he got a booking should have been a red card for me i think this week somebody officiating in the bundesliga was terrible uh, mm. i'm sure we'll come on to it uh, i know in england we had a lot of uproar saw it earlier on today or yesterday if you're listening to it um on the audio uh the west ham game have blatant handball for the first goal no idea how you don't see that and oh, that oh, if i'm honest i've not seen challenge. that yet i've not seen any, it basically any transit but um yeah it should have been a red card and i think a completely different game if uni on a plan against 10 men that being said you know bochum they played well they got their win and union went at the races so mm. can't really complain although they did obviously miss that penalty um i think bachem were deserved winners you're allowed to have a bad day in the office ain't you and i feel oh, yeah. like I, I feel like when you when you are on top and all eyes are on you it's almost like you have to win every single game you win every single game and then we can't vilify you you know we're looking in the premier league you know arsenal dropped dropped two points against southampton you know it happens. Liverpool lost one nil against uh, against Forest. It happens. You know, Man Man City have dropped points so far this season. You cannot win every game. It's not. It's it's not possible. It's not. It's not feasible. Yeah, so, even Bayern don't win every game. Yeah, exactly that. You know. So have I frozen? It looks like I've frozen on the screen. Yeah, you have a little bit. Yeah, I just bit. thought you was holding your nose really well. Oh, okay. Is is my audio still here? <laughs> your audio yeah, is perfect. Good. That is. That is fine, you know. I'll screw the camera. Um, right, let's um, let's talk about um, Augsburg because I'm going out to see Augsburg next season, uh, next season, next month, and um, I'm quite looking forward to it. They're actually playing against Bochum. That's why the, the that was the mini Segers there. But um, Augsburg are the team that just for a laugh, I decided to um, have as my dark horse for a European position. Everyone laughs. You know, if they won that game, they would have been in a very fruitful position, if I'm honest. They were 3-0 up in this game. This is where it goes wrong. Um, there's the the foul on Raum. Uh, well, Raum's foul on, on, on Vargas, uh, which gave away the penalty. Barisha took it, expertly taken. Bosch. Um, Barisha took the corner for Demirovic to get his head on that. 2-0. 
And then Vargas getting involved as well. 3-0, game done. A minute later, a complete rush of blood from Iago. He's tackled you, man. Ignore it. That's fine. You're going to get a yellow card for that. He's got up and started roughing man up. Bam, second yellow in quick succession. Very deserved red card. But from that moment there, you've got to learn how to manage the game. There's still 25 minutes to go. You have got three goal lead and you mash it up. <laughs> the funny thing is that Augsburg were a couple of weeks ago in the opposite uh, position. Like when they played at Schalke, they were on the verge of losing the game and they lost some, someone and they still won it. And they scored afterwards of the deciding goal. So they yeah. should have known how dangerous the situation is and should be focused. But, you know, sometimes the momentum just switches and uh, one have to give Leipzig that, that they have a good uh, mentality at least, even if the first hour of the match wasn't very good. But after that, it worked. Mm. But it's crazy how they uh, how they change among Marco Rosa. You know, they have great games, big wins, horrible games. And this game is like the whole situation just in one game. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I, I think part of that is Nkunku didn't start the game. They they looked, uh, obviously the red card helped, but they looked a completely different side once Nkunku came off the bench. Um, I think the first goal of the season for Andre Silva, which is crazy, a, a player who was scoring for fun, um, you know, for Frankfurt, he was up there with the Lewandowski's and, and your Harlands. It's not working at Leipzig, but he got his first goal of the season. Hopefully that's a start for him. Um, but then, yeah, Kunku free kick was... I'm not sure if it was a Golazzo or if it was a I was going to ask. The keeper for me, I think, is poor. I think from that angle, he can't really go across you. It yeah. would have to be an absolute peach of a, of a shot for him to go across you. The only area he has is that near post. I think he was too far across for me. I don't like giving Galazzo's for direct free kicks, if I'm honest. I think we're going to have to later. I, I, I think, think we do. I, I, I wrote something down earlier. Mm-hmm. I think we might. We, I'm, I'm not quite sure. But um, Andre Silva scored. My favourite player on the planet. Um, <laughs> first goal he scored uh, in the league this season, I believe. Indeed, Guy, yeah. First goal this season. I can't stand him. Yeah. Bad player, man. Honestly. Dead footballer. <laughs> and um, Nuova no, no, um, got himself on the score sheet as well, a teenager. And um, it, it's nice for him to get on the score sheet for real. But um, this is, this might be a bit of a statement. Defending for like, my Calajuri, though. Oh, Terrible yeah. defending my Calajuri. Wrong mm. end of the pitch for him, though, isn't it? But this, this could be, <laughs> this, this could be the thing that, Sets Leipzig, uh, Leipzig up for the for the rest of the season. You know that bounce back ability, that desire and hunger, especially the fact that they scored two goals in a minute and a half, as well. So they made it three two on eighty nine, they made it three three on ninety. This could, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not, can can they go on and put a serious title challenge on? I don't know. I don't know. I think part of their attention was clearly um, on the Champions League game that they've got this week. Um, I think that was partly to blame for their their poor start to the game. 
Um, but I think the main thing, if they keep on Kunku fit, I know he's got a broken wrist, so he's had a wrist operation, so he's playing with a cast. They need him on the pitch. Even mm. if he had a broken ankle, they just put him in the cast and put him out there. He's got to play. They need him. Yeah. Uh, without him, look like a completely different side. Yeah. Um, let's continue to talk about European, um, well, teams in European action um, as well, because Frankfurt will be in action in the Champions League this week. They went away to Borussia Mönchengladbach. They got themselves a 3-1 win. No Jan Sommer in goal for Gladbach at the weekend, though. Um, do you feel that his presence would have made more of a difference to the scoreline? Not really. It's hard to say, because... Sommer is a big factor for the opening of the games. You know, he's a good football player and mm. he's like the 11th player on the pitch. So maybe it would have been a different game. But on the other hand, how big of an impact can be coming from the goalkeeper? So it's really hard to find out. Yeah. I think when you defend and you give the ball away in dangerous places like Marjolaine Lashback where you can have Manuel Neuer and then Sommer in goal, you're going to suffer. <laughs> That <laughs> um, they they were given the ball away for fun in, in dangerous yeah. positions in India, and that's what cost them. Yeah, uh, defensively, it probably wasn't the the best game for both teams, really, um, because the, the the consolation that was dire, that was really really bad. Um, player found Taram, and Taram's in 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 the form of his life. Funny that he's got a contract due at the end of the season. But um, <laughs> if we keep it to um, to Frankfurt for a moment, um, Lindstrom key player for them this season. He got himself a brace. Um, Kolomowani with another assist as well. How important is that they keep those two fit this season? Massive. Massively important. I think Lindstrom's come on leaps and bounds since um, last season. And I think Kolomowani, every week I seem to be saying his name, but he's just an absolute handful. Um, he's just direct. He's He's... I think he's got, I don't even know how many assists he's got. I think he got two. Both of Lindstrom's goals were due to his, his runs. Um, but yeah, I think with those two, and then obviously you've got the likes of Kamada, who's who's had a great season. Goats is playing well. Um, they look solid at the back, mostly. Um, bits and bobs is this, in this game where they were a bit shaky, but mostly they look all right. Vindika, who is drawing a lot of interest as well. Talkie's not signing a contract, so he might be off in January. Um, Arsenal and Juventus after him apparently uh, apparently 15 million will do it 15 million bid will be enough so he might not be there come January but um, Tutu looks a good player as well so I think they've got a really good squad at Frankfurt and as I keep saying I think they're shooing for the top four this season It must be nice seeing a team like Frankfurt be able to handle Europe and the Bundesliga at the same time it only feels like historically that um, Flo that, that Bayern are the only team to do it this time yep. round, it seems like Frankfurt have actually got the weapons to be able to do both. It's it's surprising, definitely. And uh, it's good for Frankfurt. One has to admit that they're performing very good this season. And um, in general, it's good to see that they are continuing their way. I mean, mm. if I see it from a Bayer Leverkusen standpoint, that's another rival on the, uh, on the horizon for Champions League competition. But in general, <laughs> for the league, it's great that you have another team pushing into the spheres because you see how um, yeah how segmented the structures are in the Bundesliga. You have Bayern on top with the most of the money, Dortmund afterwards with the second most of money. 
Leverkusen and Leipzig equally same amount of money on play three and four. And you know, it's Wolfsburg maybe somewhere in between. But Frankfurt mm. is still far away. I mean, they have lots of potential with the city, the stadium, with the fans. Mm. And they're, they're going their way step by step at the moment since the last four, five, six years. And it's great to see. And it's a good uh, role model for other clubs. It's a big city. And, you know, I think... There's a, there's a lot of infrastructure in the city already, isn't there? It's like it's it's one of the one of the largest cities in Europe for startup businesses. There's a lot of industry in Frankfurt, and the reason why I say that, like, we'll give from like a demographic point of view, if that makes sense. But it's important, isn't it? And if you look at um, like we do relate this to the Premier League and things like that. If you want to go to a big city and a big club in a city. You know, you're gonna go. You're gonna come to London. You're gonna go to to uh, to Manchester. You're gonna go to a bigger city. And Frankfurt are a city with a lot of infrastructure behind it. So, and if they could get a couple more seasons in the Champions League, build that money up. You know, they are they are gonna end up moving players on, going here, there, and everywhere. But if they do, they'll be able to make some big bucks off these players that are, that are starting to do bits. So therefore they can reinvest that nicely. I mean, like I don't know much about the owners of Frankfurt, but are they a team that want to, that think that they can crack on and actually put some serious pressure on, or are they just going to sit there and just try and make money of, of signings and then buy kids to come through? I don't know. Well, as, as most of the clubs in Germany, Frankfurt is generally fan owned. So it's mm. like, uh, you know, you know, the German structure is a little different. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, 50 yeah. plus one. So there is not a specific owner behind Eintracht Frankfurt. Of course, it's uh, you have like the, the club, the original club. And the football department is like um, a, a limited company, basically. But the club owns a limited company. Mm. But you'll still have, but you still have money though. Like, you know, yeah. it might be 50% owned, but some owners are going to have more money than, than others. You know, like the budget at Frankfurt is going to be far higher than the budget at Bochum. Yeah, you're allowed to mm-hmm. um, to sell shares up until, mm. depending on your structure, 25% maybe. So mm. that's what Bayern did, Stuttgart did, what uh, Hamburg did, for example. They all sell, uh, sell some samples. And uh, I don't know the exact structure in Frankfurt. But I believe they haven't sell so much. But in general, Frankfurt, like with the whole infrastructure and environment, and the whole economic power of the city, of course, there are more 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 potential sponsors in Frankfurt than you can find in an area around Bochum or around Augsburg or something like that. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Um, once again, to continuing with your uh, teams that have got European action this week, Flo, talk about your lot, man. Um, Leverkusen two. Wolfsburg too. Um, questions are being asked already of Xabi Alonso, which I think is embarrassing, by the way. He's just turned up. Yes, big defeat last week against um, against Frankfurt. No action during the week because they lost already in the Pokal. But, you know, being 1-0 up against Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg aren't the team that pushed for a title charge two seasons ago. Is this a point gained or two points dropped? It's definitely two points dropped. I mean, uh, look at the game. Leverkusen scored an own goal. Leverkusen missed a penalty in the beginning. And it's 
not the first time that games are taking these turns with Bayer Leverkusen. So they, they have some decent moments. They, they score their goals, but they concede some horrendous goals, some crazy goals. Also, the, the penalty scored by Wolfsburg. We don't need to discuss whether it was a penalty or not because it was given. Oh, it was 100% a penalty. Tap Sober's challenge. Um, I, I don't know, but, but on, on the challenge was so unnecessary. I mean, it was... He doesn't need to make that tackle. Yeah, exactly. And and you have every other week, you have another player who is doing something like that. And this is a phenomenon you see at clubs fighting relegation. Mm. So it's not a coincidence if it happens once. It happened like a couple of times in the last weeks Yeah, throughout all competitions. So if that's the bigger problem, that's something, I don't know, mentally... And um, that's why I'm not surprised that there are already discussions about Xabi Alonso because, as I said in the very beginning, it's like an experiment. And if it's not going to work out, they might have to fire him very soon to not endanger the whole season and have the, the very big problem in the end and facing relegation. But, like, Devo, right? With, the thing is, all season I've said about Siouane. He ain't the guy who's going to get sacked. It almost had like a, a clock this whole season, every week mm-hmm. when we're doing this show. So it's not a, it's not a Xabi Alonso problem. It's not it a Siawane problem. It's a personnel problem. But the personnel were brilliant. You've got some fantastic footballers at the club, but there just doesn't seem to be any togetherness there. And is that a coaching issue or is it a personnel issue? It's it's a personal issue, one hundred percent. You have different groups in the squad. Sometimes um, you get an appearance from the outside that the players are rather playing for themselves than for the yeah. team or for the for the club in general. And last week, for example, the fans or the fan association wrote a big letter towards the team, towards the um, <clears throat> the CEO, and towards the fans. Like basically, it was saying to the team, "Hey, you have to be aware of the responsibility you have wearing our jersey. Mm. Start fighting, start playing as a team." To the fans, they were saying, "Okay, we need to do our part first. We need to support 90 minutes all the time." And to the uh, CEO and to Simon Rolfes, they were saying, "Like, okay, you made some horrendous mistakes by forming the squad." Yeah. So if mm. I would, it was three big letters so if it would go into details it would be too much but uh we might have to have a bun, bun, Bundesliga show extra Bundesliga show extra with uh with with, 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 with Flo Wolfram literally just waxing waxing off about what the problems are at Leverkusen I'd actually watch that yeah. I'd actually watch that um, you would see me raise one about thing about five minutes. one thing about Javi Alonso is that when you're when you come into a team that's struggling I think the first thing you need to address is the defense I think yeah. you need to make sure you're solid. You're solid at the back and uh, not hard to break down. I think Leverkusen going forward are playing some good stuff. I think uh, Diaby looks like he's getting his groove back. I think mm. um, you know Hlojek looked decent in, in that game. I think Callum Hudson-Odoi's looked good in in bits. Frimpong's on fire. Frimpong, yeah. Frimpong is playing like, a right back, but he's playing like a right winger. Well, no, they're playing him quite. To, they, they seem to be he playing so far up the pitch. I don't think that like, <laughs> of late he has been playing a lot of like right wing stuff, hasn't he? Because he's been basically ahead of Derby. It, it's he's played yeah. so far up the pitch and defensively they look all over the place. I'm not saying that's Frimpong's fault, but I'm thinking uh, you know it, it, you're you're in trouble 
you need to solidify. The first thing you do, I'm going to go back to Mikel Arteta when he came out of Arsenal. The first thing you've done was show up the defence. Yeah. Make sure your defence is solid. From there, build forward. Yeah. You know, it's very hard when you're giving away the goals that Leverkusen are giving away. Like, that own goal was comical. Um, yeah. When you yeah. those kind of goals, it's very hard to then say, right, well, don't worry. We'll score three, we'll score four. Because you're going to ship just as many as you score. So make sure you've yeah. got that defence solid and then rely on your... your attacking players who clearly are better players at Leverkusen to get those one or two goals that you need to win games. Yeah, 2-2 two, two, that game finished. So yeah, um, Diaby did score the opener after um, he missed his penalty. Now, briefly, I just want to talk about that penalty situation because Diaby's crossed it. It's hit um, Mickey van der Ven's hand. But that's his... That's his that, he's on the floor already and that's his leaning he's, he's leaning on the floor that's his leaning hand and he's hit the ball against that hand i don't think that should have been a penalty if i'm honest never a penalty uh, in my eyes uh, uh, that, that is that is what you call natural position of the hand so him exactly. missing that penalty for me is justice personally the weird thing is that the referee looked at it on var so he got the signal looked at it again and then if you have a situation like this and the VAR has to interrupt when it's definitely a, a false decision on a pitch. Mm. So he's looking at it and I would totally understand if he's not giving it, but he's coming back and giving it so that it's like a VAR use. It doesn't make any sense to me. Bro, the only place that VAR works, the two places that VAR works are in the A-League in Australia and the Eredivisie. It doesn't work anywhere else in the world. The, the next closest league where it works is the MLS. I'm not even joking. They are the three leagues where VAR works best because they give the referee the power and the and the um, the freedom to make a decision and choose whether to go back and look at it or not. And you're in full communication, so pretty much anyone and everyone can hear what's going on. Um, yeah, the Andrix goal, Bosch um, one each, uh, Maxi Arnold with the penalty, and then Frimpong backstick two two. Um, didn't realise how um, how much time we've got. Um, I don't really have as, as much time as I wanted to, but we have got a lot to talk through still. So let's... Um, it's time for this. Shalkara shite um, se um, section. Um, Herta two, Schalke one. You can argue this is a bit of a six-pointer. Um... What about that first goal from um, from Bolter? Yeah, goalkeeper mistake. Lazzo. The one that was disallowed. Yeah, exactly. Gutting. <laughs> disallowed, but it was a brilliant finish. Brilliant Unreal finish. finish. It was that would have been goal of the season. It was, well, it was so far. It it, it was it across sublime. The finish. There was a goal. Well, it wasn't even a goal. It was almost a goal in one of the other games we're going to talk about, which uh, we'll come to. But um, yeah, it was a brilliant finish from Bolton. It's unfortunate that it was given rightfully so as offside. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, Swallow, terrible goalkeeping um, for the Tossar goal. One nil. Um, He's on loan. He's on loan from uh, at Schalke from Herta. 
and he's yeah. let the ball go underneath him like that. Is that some of the Serie A conspiracy thing going on there? I wonder if they got to him. I wonder if they got to him. They had his, his kids in a room somewhere in the stadium. Listen, mate. <laughs> Little inside job, mate. Little, little cut of quid here. Um, Moye scored to make it 1-1. It's about time he scored because this is the guy who will just shoot on sight. But his shots are terrible. Like every time I watch watch a Schalke game, he will get the ball. He's got five, six options. And he's like, oh, he's going to shoot. And, 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 he, and he ruins it every single time. However, he finally hits the onion bag. Um, but Kanga was like, no, bruv. I'm having that. A couple of minutes later, Bosch. First home win the season for Hertha. Um, these two are going to be occupying two of the bottom three places, are they? Or is Schalke going to be okay? Funny how I don't so, say Hertha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they yeah, I think right. I think they will occupy two of the, the bottom three with Bosch uh, in the other one. Um, take a pick as to which two will go down. I think these are the three that are the worst teams in the league. I think quite clearly, I think there's a bit of a gulf um, between all the others, but yeah, these three are pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Freiburg to Bremen nil. Um, Bremen were unbeaten on the road before this weekend. Um, they didn't fancy it at all, did they? They found their inner Schalke in this game. They were frigging awful. <laughs> it was so embarrassing to watch. Yeah, and it's, it's a little bit of a problem to themselves. I mean... Yeah. Have you have you heard about Marvin Dux? What happened after the last match? No, no. So apparently he was uh, too late for the training session and for the video, so the post-match training on the next day, and uh, the team um, just cash. What did you say? It? Team meeting. Mm-hmm. So and it was, or rumors have it, or are kind of um, true that he had a night out with Oliver Burke. Huh. Whereas Oliver could take it as an old Scotsman. Decent. Marvin <laughs> <laughs> Dukes wasn't on the same level, apparently. Yeah, don't, 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 don't think you can start <laughs> swigging it with the Scots people, man, honestly. <laughs> so afterwards, he was suspended for the cup match. They got relegated from the cup. Unlucky, but still Shot. relegated. And now a good season starts turning, and you don't know why. Just because of an unnecessary yeah. problem. Yeah. But I also think um, the, the red card was very harsh on Michael Friedel. Um, really? I think he two, yeah, yeah, two players who were getting back. I think a yellow would have sufficed in that for me. Um, it was a clear foul. Mm. I think there was a defender who would have got back and could have covered him. I think uh, there was a bit of distance between oh. the goal. Yellow card would have sufficed. I thought the rule was now. Nah. No, nah, he made no attempt to win the ball. This is the same sort of thing as what happened in the Champions League with the Tamori on Mason Mount situation. It's like, oh, but double jeopardy. Now, if he made a genuine attempt to win the ball, then I'm, I'm all for listening to this conversation. He's made no attempt to get the ball. It's an upper body challenge. That is a red. Simple as that for me. Um, but he wasn't yeah, so, man. I think the other guy was covering him. He would pull him. It's a relatively obvious goal scoring opportunity, and he's denied it by not a player trying to not trying to play the ball. He's going. That, that I'm it, with you on that point, but it's hard to argue yeah. with Gav because we don't have that referee language. You're always like pulling up. Yeah, but we look, at the, look, at, <laughs> I, look at the referees we've seen this weekend. They're not always right. Hey, look, 
<laughs> the reason uh, I am because I'm brilliant. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, Gregorich taking out there straight red. Fifteen minutes done. Help. Um, Kubler. Are we are we having one for Kubler? Yeah, that was a good finish. That. Yeah, go on. Oh, that's proper naughty. That is. Oh. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I did like that finish. Um, Agu. What a dumb penalty to give away. Fouling Grifo. Grifo takes the penalty. Penenka's it. Cheeky, cheeky beggar. And um, he Penenka'd it against Pavlenka, which is quite smart. I quite liked that. <laughs> and then um, he celebrated with the Luca Toni. The, you know, the let's, let's spin that ear. Mm-hmm. Because he's now become the highest scoring Italian in Bundesliga history. So big up yourself, Grifo. And also what I did say on the radio on the, at the weekend was like, huh. Death, taxes, and Grifo scoring pens. The three things that are guaranteed in life. So there you go. Um, three more games, is there? Three more games to talk about. Yeah. Rattle through those. Um, first off, yeah, Bayern. We don't talk about Bayern too much. What are you going to say, Flo? I just wanted to say that we can talk about the team with a player who did the same uh, goal celebration. Luca Tony? No, it was Niklas Zule yeah. for Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> Oh, okay. We'll go. We'll go to Dortmund. Yeah, I thought. I thought you were about to give us one. When you started doing that, I thought thought you were about to give us one of these. Words of wisdom. I should have kept the Marvin book story for that. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 you you didn't. You, You had you had your moment there, Flo. Okay, uh, but no. Okay, let's um, yeah, let, let's screw screw Bayern. I don't want to talk about Bayern anyway. Like the Bundesliga doesn't revolve around Bayern. It does anyway. Dortmund five nil winners over Stuttgart. It was only a couple of seasons ago because like this game, I thought it was five one, but that goal got disallowed on eighty nine minutes. But um, it was only two seasons ago where Stuttgart went to Signal Laduna Park and pumped five, and that flattered Dortmund. Because they battered. Do you remember doing that show? Yeah. They battered them. Could have been eight, eight or nine. Could, easy. Eight or nine. And if it was, we'd be like, hmm, fair. Mm. They would have deserved it, every single one. Um, Rainer's first start since April. So glad to see him back. Um, and um, it's his first goal in the Bundesliga since August 2021, which is a madness as well. Um, another player who hadn't scored in the Bundesliga for a long time was Jude Bellingham scored after just two minutes and he bagged one in the, in the second half as well. His first goals uh, for the club in 26 Bundesliga games is a madness. Now he's starting to get on the goal on the score sheet. He's also starting to um, show a bit more leadership uh, qualities. Um, Makoko on the, on the score sheet as well, made it five and Diklas Schuler, of course, getting that goal. But, Drew Bellingham, let's talk about him for a couple of moments. Um, how long can they keep hold of him at Dortmund? One year. One more year. Yeah. That's all they get let's, out of him for me. Let's wait what happens at the at the World Cup because if he's an England starter at the World Cup and carrying them through the tournament, he's gone in summer because all the English clubs will pay insane money for him. What about Real Madrid? Talk about Madrid. He'll go to England, definitely. See, I think Real Madrid have already kind of set their future, haven't they? Camavinga and Chiromeni, I think. Yeah, and um, then and then Bellingham as well, that midfield three. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Verde still there. You know, I think. I mean, it wouldn't stop Real Madrid, and they've never been like, you know, what we've got too many good players. Let's not buy another one. That's never been said. In that's never. No, no, that's not the. So, <laughs> what a surprise me. <laughs> oh, he's really good. Oh no, we've got a couple of decent ones here already. We don't need one more. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. yeah, title charge for for Dortmund. Yes or no? No, no, I don't think so either. Not really. No, I, think, I think it's Dortmund. Isn't it? But I, w- I would like to see Makoko. He, he's got to go to Qatar for me. I think he could be he could be Germany's Wayne Rooney or you know the German Michael Owen. You know when we took those guys to international tournaments and they just kind of was like, boom, here I am. Is Musiala not that guy for that? Musiala's known already. Do you know what I mean? I think these these guys just turned up. I mean, we knew him career, but yeah. My, when Michael Owen went to the World Cup, everyone's like, "Who the bloody hell is this?" I think Makoko could be that guy for Germany mm. in the position where they are lacking. Yeah, yeah. Do you want him? That's the point. We're lacking a striker, so could mm. be a good idea. Could be boosting his development. Mm. Fair enough. Um, King Bo Svensson doing bits, doing massive bits. Smashed up Cologne. Thought he thought. I genuinely believe that Flo sat there on Friday night and was like, my weekend is complete. We've got Wolfsburg at home. Cologne got beat beat up 5-0. It was like, F, 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 Zay. Um, F your Kulsh. Like, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just going to enjoy my weekend in peace. Uh, Actually, I was, was on a party in Cologne on Friday night. Whereas everyone around, everyone around me was like, oh no, what's happening? I was like, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, no way. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, not to worry, man. You, you want one more? <laughs> then I sank my beer pong ball into the cup of them. And then it was, that's how we do stuff in Leverkusen. And the next day you see what happened at the Bayer Arena. So, <laughs> it's all yeah, right. exactly. So, <laughs> everyone does stuff in Leverkusen. Onesivo um, was taken out by Luca Kilian, uh, got on the wrong side of him. Silly penalty to give away. He didn't need to touch him. Ingvartsen um, with his fourth goal in four games uh, for Mites, really nice. And then um, Kilian and Onesivo were involved with each other again on the halfway line, pretty much, like cruising into the into the opposition half. Silly barge. No, it wasn't. Onesivo wasn't going anywhere. He didn't need to touch him. I don't know what Honestly I said to him about his mother or about his kids or something <laughs> like that. But 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 Luca Kilian was not a big fan of Onesiwo and he got himself a second yellow card. And at that point, the game was done, as far as I'm concerned, because the Mites are a good, good side. They're a very underrated side. We talk about them a hell of a lot. Big up Craigie Brett, by the way. I know you're a massive um, Mites fan. You came on um, MAD Sports Network and uh, the Bundesliga show last year, um, talking very highly of Mites. Um, and they were brilliant. Co-op made it 2-0. Stach made it 3-0. Um, first goal in 27 Bundesliga games. Um, now, free kicks. Do it. My good Lord in heaven, smack that. Oh, what a goal. Aaron Martin. Oh, Ricky Martin. Brilliant goal. He bangs. He bangs. <laughs> and that ball moved. It moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most people don't know more than one Ricky Martin song, but that is a Ricky Martin song. Yeah, that, yeah, I know two. 
Yeah, he moves. She moves. She yeah. Moves. yeah. I was oh, she dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then on a um, he made it number Dessert. five, assisted by um, um, Burkhart. And I didn't know that the, their partnership is called John Asiwo. How cool <laughs> is that? <laughs> but he, he did deserve that call. He, he, he was um, unplayable. I think Gillian had the right idea to just take him out because that was the only way he was going to stop him. Yeah. He, he was just was unstoppable in, in that game. And uh, that's five competitive away games without a win for Köln. And um, it was also a first home win of the season. Uh, for Mainz, so yeah, very nice. Yeah, and then final game, yeah, I know, man. Um, Hoffenheim nil by Munich two. Who cares? Um, right then, Eric, um, we have to give, we have to give. Oh, okay. Eric Chupa, Eric Chupa Ladowski. Uh, he's just turned into a top, uh, top goal scorer. Who needs Robert Lewandowski? Eric Chupa working 2023 Ballon d'Or winner. I'm putting that <laughs> oh my god you said that with a straight face as well Christ you actually <laughs> meant it um, no but um, no fair play to him fair play to him we cut him out all the time um, sometimes players deserve flowers when they need to I have on this show um, previously once um, praised Andre Silva so you know it happens I'm allowed <laughs> to do that um, that's the end of the show kids um, thanks for watching thanks for um, tuning in thanks for your comments your questions and stuff um, make sure you um, so we ideally would like you to, to listen and tell your friends to listen to the podcast to search D Bundesliga show spelt D-I-E as in die Bundesliga show on Spotify or on your main podcast a podcast provider. We're on all of them apart from Acast. But um, so if you don't use Acast, use Apple Music, um, Amazon. We're on Amazon as well. Um, Google Play, all them thing there. We're available. Um, or if you do want to watch instead, feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, youtube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network. Hit that notification bell. Smash the likes. Yeah. Um, but no, thanks very much for tuning in. I've, I've been uh, Gav Mack. This has been uh, a, a delightful show with King Devo and Koenig Floor. Great one. <laughs> gotcha, bro. Love it. Take care, guys. See you next week um, for some Yeesh. more bigger chat. But in the end, ta-da. Cheers. Peace out.